Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. Resilience is all about being able to overcome the unexpected. Sustainability is about survival. The goal of resilience is to thrive. And that's by Seamus Kaskio. So before I introduce you to my amazing guest, I want to send you all a big virtual hug and let you know that I am here busily thinking of ways to support you in the next bunch of months as we go through what we are in the middle of. And I have an online course that I'm doing a staycation special, which is half price. So if you go to lucydumas.com and you click on course, you'll see that. And I'm also starting a group. I'm still working on, on the title, but it's a 90 day sort of a what now or a better than ever mastermind. And so you can send me an email if you want to know more about that. But thank you. And I, I know you're all holding down your own forts and supporting each other. And that's what I have to say about that. And so now I'm going to introduce you to Bernie Griffiths. He and I have not ever spoken, but we've kind of circled some of the same communities and Facebook. And I'm super excited to get to know him and share his genius with you. He is a studio owner, photographer, speaker, business coach. He's the author of two books you can find on Amazon, Success Secrets of a Professional Photographer and Quantum Leap My Life. That sounds awesome. He's had three studios that were highly successful, turning over almost a million dollars over the last 40 years. Am I right in that? A million dollars, Bernie? Yep, that's correct. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he's the founder of Advanced Success for Wedding and Portrait photography. It facilitates seminars to help educate photographers. So how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Excellent and good to chat to you, Lucy. We've been close, very, we've been close on more than one occasion, but never quite made it. And now we've made it, so that's great. Right. Yeah. Who knew when you um, got on my calendar six weeks, eight weeks ago, that we'd have some new topics that we hadn't planned on? Ah. Yes, what a what an incredible sort of uh, journey we're on, and uh, we're halfway. We think, yes. so we're, we're getting there. We're, we're we're moving along. Yes, 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 and we'll talk more in this conversation about some of his ideas and ways that we can be better than ever mm-hmm. through this. I like to have a little like a like a one minute share about how you got into the photography business. Like not when you bought your first camera and that you got it for Easter or something, but because mm-hmm. yep. you know we all have that. But I'd love to know a little of your background, Bernie. Okay, well I'm a bit unusual in this industry because I've only been in this industry. I haven't done anything else since the age of 15 uh, when I left school and uh, worked in process in laboratories, processing film and printing. And from there to be a press photographer at 16 years old, to being a photographer on a ship, Mm. traveling around the world, uh, having a staff of three photographers while we photographed the passengers. And 
So uh, traveling around on a cruise ship and uh, seeing Australia and uh, making a decision to emigrate to Australia and open a studio and doing that within six months from there. Uh, and the rest is history, as they say. In other words, I had my studio for over 40 years and mm -hmm. photographing weddings and portraits. So I didn't come from any other industry. I was born with a camera in my hand, ah. as I say. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was born with the need for a camera in my hand <laughs> and had junky ones until I was meeting a, a long distance boyfriend halfway between and he bought a Canon AE1. Mm -hmm. And you remember that? Uh, that? That was a game changer because of the auto features. So I helped him load the film. Neither one of us knew what to do. And the pictures that I took out of his camera were something I'd been trying to do since I was 12 with my little, you know, 110 happy snaps. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it was like, it, it was like the sky opened and the beams hit me on the head. Ah. So, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, so I was a born thing. photographer. Yeah. yeah I just didn't know it. Yes. I'm oh, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's all right. I, I was just going to say, yeah, that, that's a wonderful feeling when that happens, when you sort of feel so comfortable with a camera in your hand. And I learned a very early lesson, uh, you know, starting with the old traditional Kodak box brownie, which I used to use when I was 12 or 13 years old and, and, and processing the film in, in my parents' bedroom, loading up the uh, film tank uh, with my hands under the bedclothes to make sure it was dark and all that. So, but from that camera, then I got a Pentax S1A, 35mm mm -hmm. film, a lot more exposures on the, on the film. And um, the first roll of film I took was dreadful. It was, mm. uh, a lot of them were out of focus. And I learned that it was not about the camera, that it was about the person behind the camera. And I thought if I had a great camera, I'd take great photographs. Um, not to be. So that was an early lesson, uh -huh. and uh, from there I sort of progressed and, and wanted to learn more about the art of photography and, and how to take great images and exposure and all of those things. So you're the also the business guru, or one of them, I'll put myself in that category too. <laughs> so how did you learn the business of photography that you help others with today? Yeah, well, that was, for some reason, uh, I've always loved business. Business is my passion. I'd rarely go to photographers' events. I'd always go to business events, and that's been general all my life. Mm. Photographers generally never really excited me, but the business side did. And... Uh, when I started my studio in Australia uh, and uh, with no knowledge and uh, took out a lease and uh, bought a studio that was two years old and the books uh, looked good when I bought it, but there'd been a bit of fiddling of the books and it wasn't doing very well at all. So I went through that stage of stressing about paying the rent. Uh, I was always late with the rent and I learned quickly. Uh, I got right onto marketing and the business side Mm -hmm. and uh, learned quickly by force I had to to survive and so I, I learned read a lot went to a lot of seminars and uh, the business slowly but surely started to thrive so I thought of the quote necessity is the mother of invention so because you had a goal and you had no intention of failing yes exactly you 
focused on what you needed to figure out, which is how the heck do you run a successful business? And obviously you learned it very well. <laughs> yeah. The, the other thing is I think my mindset, my attitude, uh, I've never failed in anything. Just let me uh, qualify that a little bit. I'm not being pig headed or big headed, but my attitude was that if I didn't succeed, then what I had done is learned something. So I didn't know failure. Mm. I, I never believed that I failed in anything, but I, I learned uh, a lot and a lot quicker by doing some actions. I love that. That didn't actually, sometimes didn't work out as well as I thought, but I learned a lot. And that's what I take through, uh, I've taken through the business and I, I work through with my clients. I'm a big believer in test and measure. Mm -hmm. And so we, we do that all the time. Is there something that you had a pretty big face plant? That's a skiing term. Although anyone can make a face plant, but you cross your tips, <laughs> you go flying, yes. you land on your face. It's a, we call it a yard sale because your gloves and your hat and your skis and everything are all over the slope. So is there some face plant that happened that you can think of that was a huge life lesson that has impacted you and your business to the better? No, I don't think so. Because my attitude was basically as a, an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur and a business owner that's their own goals sets their own challenges we create our own challenges mm -hmm. and so i was always good at that i, I like challenge I, I i set myself goals set myself challenges and, and in fact when i was just 15 years old i did set a goal to be and it was very simple uh, it was to be a photographer and to see the world mm. and i wrote that goal down and uh never knew how I would get there. But a few months later, I found myself, you know, boarding a ship, a cruise liner with a, a, a cabin of my own with three photographers under me. And wow. I was traveling the world. Wow. So goal setting for me has been the, the thing. And uh, I've set a lot of goals and I've achieved yes. 80%. That's awesome. I just was asking you that question because you said you don't call things failures you call them learning yeah. opportunities. So I just wondered if there was something that you especially learned from that didn't go the way you were hoping. I think a lot of things, uh, you know, have, have gone that way, but I, 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 they don't stick in my mind. I've, I've moved forward. Got it. I've, I've just yeah, gone yeah. forward. I'm way <laughs> away from it. Um, so uh, yes. I'm just that character, <laughs> I suppose. I've just got that mentality, that uh, go for it mm -hmm. mentality and see what right. happens. I think that's one of the things with marketing that I've learned is that there's not like, okay, if you do this, you're absolutely going to have these results that we try a lot of things. Would you agree with that? That some things work great, some things not at all. Some things it's not the right timing. Thoughts on that? Yeah, that's the exciting thing. That's what I love about marketing. It's so unpredictable. You can do something and it'll work brilliantly. And then you do it again and it doesn't work so well. That's the challenge. I love that. I love that unpredictability. Yeah. So, yeah. and you're always yeah. uh, trying to get on top of it. You know, it's, it's uh, something you can't totally win. As I say to my clients quite often, hey, look, if everything we did in marketing worked, I mean, we'd all be 
multi-billionaires, wouldn't we? Right. <laughs> I mean, it'd be too easy. But uh, it's not like that. And that's the exciting part. That's what I love. I love that the marketing part, that, that challenge. I love the business side, putting processes into place. And mm-hmm. that, that for me is, is, is my love. I mean, the mm. photography just came as, as natural. I was just born to take photographs and I didn't even have to think about it. So it's just like breathing. You did it naturally. And yeah. but and the the business and marketing part is what really gets you gets you spinning gets yeah. you, gets it, your gets energy and excitement up. That's awesome. And uh, I'm I got to say, Lucy, I was never a great photographer. I was a very average photographer. Mm. I knew my lighting. I took photographs to sell, and that, that it's as simple as that. I was a professional photographer. Professional meaning I photograph anything for money. And I photographed a lot of strange things, but it's always been. Yeah, like what? <laughs> well, in my early days, um, a, a new supermarket came to Australia called Safeway. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was the photographer and I used to photograph pieces of meat, room handles. <laughs> and I used to go to the stores and get, get, get mom pushing the shopping and taking photographs for the newspaper advertising. So I photographed all the products, a lot of the products in store and some strange things. Yeah, I always got paid for it. And that, that's, the, that's the thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, paid for what yeah. you love doing. Yes. When I was starting my business, I did some work for, what was it called? Holistic Living News in San Diego. So it was, it was a woo-woo magazine with astrologers and massage people and all kinds of things. And so I get, it was a pittance, but at the time getting an extra $150 in my bank account and the opportunity to go photograph and help supplement my income while I grew my, my business was worth it. And I photographed someone grinding wheatgrass and a pile of mushrooms from the macrobiotic restaurant and you know yeah some some fun strange things never meet but (laughs) yeah and and having those opportunities and discovering that I can find a way to make yeah pictures of somebody grinding wheatgrass fairly interesting and being sure to light it well was great experience for for and I'm sure it was for you for what you what you ended up doing as your major career and what you're doing now. Yeah. And I think that that's the beautiful thing about photography, you know, all the photographers listening, the journey you can go on. I photographed, you know, famous people, prime ministers, sports stars, uh, been in some really luxury places and mm-hmm. um, travel the world on a cruise liner and things like that, visiting countries, you know, around the world. And my camera has allowed me to do that. So right. it's, it's fantastic the journey that having a camera in your hand can give you. And uh, yes, I say everyone listening out there, get excited at the possibilities where that camera can take you. Totally agree. And uh, I'm, I, mm. when I was, I don't know, maybe in my 20s, I saw a quote that impacted me pretty much more than anything else I've ever read. And it was about how to be successful. 
it was watch what your hand falls to naturally and do more of that. Right. And, you know, when I naturally found photography and my superpower is selling, if I had been a marketer as passionately as you, I'd probably be, you know, so rich, I'd just travel the world. Anyway, <laughs> um, but but selling, you know, getting three to five wall portraits for every every client, yeah. that that is easy for me and natural for me. And so is right. photography. And now that I'm a coach, I've always mentored people and um, tried to solve problems for people and kind of tell them what to do, <laughs> almost to a fault. Yeah, give, so, give them direction. Yes, that's my nature. And I'm guessing it's yours as well. And that it's just supernatural to share what you learn with people. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's great. And, uh, you know, you can't buy experience. And uh, you've, you've, you've got years of experience uh, as, a, uh, as a buy. And um, to pass on that experience is, uh, yeah. is, is a great thing. And and uh, something that I'm guessing you've always loved supporting others. Yeah, yeah, I have for years. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm still, still going, still doing it. Yes, I know this. Everyone knows this because you're burning. <laughs> Is that right? Uh, the, but believe it or not, there are some people that have never heard of me in this world, Lucy. Uh, that surprises me enormously, but... Um, <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm getting I'm trying to get out there. Yeah, me too. Me too. This podcast, by the way, Bernie, been listened to in 50 countries. Oh wow! And 17,000 downloads just since wow. June. So that's incredible. I'm Lucy. Congratulations on your success. Well, thank you. Well, I just the guests have so much goodness to share, and it's so fun. So that being said, I want to know some goodness. Like the question I wrote was, "What now, Bernie?" So we're in this staycation, a lot yeah. of scary things are going on, financial things. So can you share your thoughts? Yeah, we're in a bit of a mess at present, but hey, it's not from my perspective. And uh, I, I'm fortunate, I suppose, like my kids have grown up and they left home years ago. And, and so uh, that's just my wife, Wendy and I. So we don't have those big, heavy loads that a lot of a lot of photographers out there listening to this have you know we we actually sold everything up five years ago and, and became homeless so we don't own anything and so that means we got no mortgage we don't pay any rates etc etc so we're, we're free and so for those past five years we've been traveling a lot uh, up till this point um, but i know people are hurting very hard out there mm -hmm. um, but um this will go away. It is going away very slowly. And we can get back to what we consider life. Mm -hmm. But I think it's time for, as far as I'm concerned as well, uh, a bit about reflection, looking upon what, what we really want, maybe from our photography, what we want from our life. Um, I'm planning some holidays next year for next year. There are places I want to go to. So I'm way ahead of this in my mind. I'm through this already. Okay. If you could share three tips to people who are not through it, who this is, you know, they're like, what now? Or how can I hit the ground running with this when this is 
passed on, can you offer three or four ideas or suggestions? I, I love, I'm going to count the first one, what you just said, which is to take a look at, at your life and really think about what you want in life. I think that is going to be one of the blessings for people who pay attention to themselves, what's going to come out of that. But so what other ideas or tips can you offer my darling listeners to figure out ways to thrive? Yeah, when this started to happen and it it started to get pretty serious and I realized it wasn't going away in two weeks, Mm -hmm. I spent some time formulating a list of what uh, photographers could do during the coronavirus downtime. And I thought I'll make a list of probably 20 things. Well, that expanded fairly quickly to 34 things. So Mm -hmm. I've been going through these. Is that all? (laughs) (laughs) Well, 34 is not bad. You can tick them off one by one. So that's that's what I've been going through with my clients. You know, we're in a place of hibernation now. So we have to prepare for when we come out of this. And as one of my clients says, you know, he wants his engine revving at the start line. So the car is in pristine condition. It's been serviced. It's oiled. It's sparkly, shiny. So his business, when we get to the start line, he's ready to put that foot down on the accelerator and, and, and go. So we've been working on uh, various aspects one by one. Such as? And well, the first thing, and, uh, I gave a webinar last week uh, with a client who'd had two brain operations, had lost his house about four years ago. We're talking about, um, you know, he's been through a bit. Um, So I was talking to him and his his business is going well now, his photography business. But um, he was talking about the mindset and how he got his mind back, how he used to do these, still does affirmations each day. and so progresses on his journey. So his head's in a really good space now. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing I think is to sort of really reassess your mindset. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of it is out of our control. A lot of it we can't do anything about. So we should accept that and be grateful for what we have and then think, well, what can we do? And so this list is things that, um, you know, photographers first can can do besides uh, as i say getting the mindset right for a start so i'm going to keep digging to get some practical tips and i totally agree with the mindset and affirmations and gratitude so what are three or four things on that list that you you might offer people who aren't ready to tackle the 34 <laughs> yeah well Okay, so so briefly, the, the first uh, four or five are about how can we get some money in? How can we find money from nowhere? And so obviously one of those things is to, if you've got any clients who do owe you money, then chase up those payments. And that's the first thing. And I'll tell you some results we've got from that. The other thing was obviously the government are giving us money. So let's chase that up aggressively and talk to our, you know, accountant or financial planner and uh, let's see what we are entitled to. So we do need to get into that queue uh, with our handout um, for what the government can give us to help us through this. If you have a studio and you're on a lease or, or, or a 
rental property you live in, certainly talk to the landlord about deferring those rental payments. Mm -hmm. And what I suggest is do it aggressively. And when I mean aggressively, I don't mean shout at them. I mean, do it with purpose and strength. And you, you have to come from that angle. Mm -hmm. And the other thing was to sort out your photography gear and see what you can sell. Right. Um, one of my clients had 14 lenses, believe it or not, 14 Canon <laughs> lenses. And I said, oh. Was it a guy? Yeah, it was a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that normal? Is that normal? A lot of guys out there uh, got a lot of lenses, right? Over my 34 years, 38 years, sorry, I found that what caused a lot of the guys who who got into business is they went broke buying toys. Right. Whereas I never bought a piece of equipment that wasn't something I knew I could recover the cost of quickly yep. or the occasional something that was so dang fun. Like what were those little contraptions that made things blurry? It's eluding me, but you know, every now and then I'd buy a fun toy, but yeah. Yeah. So, Okay, so let's say people are surviving, they got all their bills paid. What are three things they can do to, to be set up to have business happening okay. strongly in the next six months after this yeah. closes? The other thing, by the way, is selling files or products, um, whether you're a believer okay. or not in selling files. We put an email out there that I crafted that uh, my clients have sent and uh, we're seeing some good results from that. It's a, oh, good. We don't relate it to the coronavirus. We we say that uh, in the email, at this quieter time, uh, we're upgrading our computers. And in past experiences, we know that we can lose some customer files. So if you would like to take advantage of getting your priceless memories uh, to hold on forever, uh, just contact us and uh, we'll check A, if we've got them and B, we'll give you a, a greatly reduced price on them. So we've done that and, and one of my clients has got uh, $10,000 last week just by doing this. So, what, so what's an average price that he was putting on? Them. Okay, well, the price, although, you know, his files were, uh, you know, if you had 20 files, it was around 2000 but what we're doing, it's like a, a fire sale. So it's a no-brainer type price. So my recommendation was not to make it more than $495. Okay, so it, yeah, that's... So people don't have to think about it. They go, oh, right. yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and I don't know if you've picked up that that I'm... I don't sell files and there's a lot of reasons for it. You know, one is financial and also because, yep. because I want control of how my work is printed, but a situation like yep. this, I would definitely soften that as long as they purchased products, but if they like, let's say, well, anyway, yes. So I, even, even I, the person that resists selling files, sees that a time such as this and also i used to when i did weddings i wouldn't sell negatives right out but if they contacted me two years later after their wedding album was delivered then i would sell the files for posterity so it was long enough away that they wouldn't just wait to get the bargain so yeah i love that 
Yeah, well, we, we, we used to do that when I had my own studio uh, during the winter time. It was pretty quiet. Um, we had bills still coming in, so cash flow mm-hmm. um, died a little bit. So we would uh, offer files to those wedding, cl- uh, sorry, offer negatives to those uh, wedding clients. And uh, I remember one year we took about $24,000, which really helped pay some bills and get us through to the, the summertime when cash flow started to flow again. So it's a strategy that uh, I've used, and uh, these are unique times. These are different times. I just had an idea, and it actually, when I switched from wedding photography to portrait photography, I offered the files for sale, the negatives, or free when they booked a session and bought a wall portrait. Right, yeah. So I'm thinking that somebody yep. could do that same kind of and, and I got like 10 great clients that had been wedding clients to become my portrait clients. Yeah. And I made an extra, like, I don't know, three, yeah. $4,000 just selling the negatives. So an idea to build, to, to use this idea is that they can purchase for 500 and that also gives them a $500 deposit or, or they book a session for a certain amount, prepay something and they get the files as a thank you gift. Yeah. So, so that you're setting up a future job and getting some cash going through the door now. So yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah. File, files are great. If you use them as leverage, like you're saying, they're a great thing to have as, as yeah. leverage. I mean, as, as part of a selling you know, Okay, so I'm going to ask one more time. What kind of things can people be doing to get work through the door in the next six months? Okay, well. Like the polishing up, I know, making sure our business is effective. Are there like two or three, like on on the to-do list? Yeah, making sure the website's right, making sure it's got a capture form, making sure it's got a pop-up, making sure it's got a blog, making sure that... Okay. All those things. I'm talking about trying to pull your brilliance out. I'm talking about actual like marketing programs, like like something new they might be doing. Yeah. There's nothing new to do. We're still marketing. We're still doing the Bernie's famous uh, Facebook ad. Okay. We're still doing it and making bookings. Photographers are, are, are still, they haven't stopped. They're still booking for June. Yeah, I've got one photographer that's got 52 sessions booked. Um, and also with these bookings, they're taking $100 to secure the date. Mm-hmm. So 52 times 100 is not bad. Yeah, that's a little bit of money, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so so we haven't stopped with our Facebook marketing. And why why do we need to? Like, it's just, we haven't. Right. We're, our minds, as I say, are out of this. We're not thinking about it so much. We're, we're just carrying on. And uh, Got it. so Got it. as we've said, one, once the doors open, once someone unlocks the doors and we can get back to business and start taking photographs, we're ready. We're, gonna, we're pumped. We've got the yeah. processes in place. We've got our price list right. We've got our website right. We've got everything ready to go. So we, we're just going to, we're going to fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing is basically stay the course. Yeah. And if if you're someone that hasn't been that strong as a marketer, okay, now it's time to 
learn effective marketing. Yeah. Improve that. Exactly. And I'm sure you'd solid, agree. Solid. Now proven. it's also time to be, yeah, become a better salesperson. Polish up, as you said, polish up your website, but to not think, well, we're, we have to do things new. Just we need to continue to do yeah. things well. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, and do them better. Like we, we see these things, you know, you may have in your area, these photographers who are photographing families on the porch from the car. Mm -hmm. I heard another story yesterday from a friend of mine who talked about the uh, photographer that's photographing horses in paddocks, whatever. That's not marketing. That's just filling in the time. Mm. That's for me. I mean, unless anyone out there that's listening to this can give me a solid example of how much these photographers who are photographing families on the porch are making, how much they're charging, or whether they just... Most of them are not charging. Yeah, I know. So it may be a bit of PR, which is good, but if you focus on the, the real solid marketing business stuff now, that's what you should be doing. And I'm doing that, and I'm sure you're doing that. I'm yeah. doing that as a coach. I'm, Absolutely. I'm looking at now yeah. my LinkedIn um, promotions and, and my LinkedIn navigator to get clients. I'm working on some new strategies that I'm testing with my clients with Instagram and Facebook stories, right? Not just Instagram and Facebook, but stories, mm -hmm. because I know this works because I've got a client, a wedding client in Singapore who's getting about up to 20 leads a week, uh, wedding leads using Instagram stories. So we're testing those things, etc. So mm. we are coming up with new innovations as well in marketing. I love it. And when we booked this six weeks ago, whenever it was, eight weeks. My intention was to totally learn everything about your Bernie style yeah. Facebook ads. So I'd like to dig deep into that if we can. Um, so what is a Bernie style Facebook ad? Okay. So when I came up with this concept, probably three or four years ago now, and it, it was, I was so excited about it. I was sweating. I've uh, and I'm, I feel the same way about this new Instagram story uh, <laughs> type of marketing we'll be doing, but mm -hmm. it's a very simple ad and it's, it's based on doing five, five things. Uh, and the first one, we need a, a strong headline, right? So I came up with, let's just put uh, wanted. Mm -hmm. And so what do we want? Well, let's pick a genre. Let's say we want, uh, families with two or more kids. So we can have wanted families with two or more kids. All right, so that's our headline. Capital letters, the headline on the post. And then we go, well, why do we want them? So then we can put, we are looking for families with two or more kids to photograph. So that's why we want them. Okay. Why? But we want to photograph them, but why do we want to photograph them? For new studio displays. So. The, the, the customer looking at it said, oh, they're looking for families to photograph new displays, studio displays. That looks, that looks fair and reasonable. So what do I get? Okay. So then we put complimentary, not free, complimentary photography session. Oh, so there's no charge to take the photographs. Yeah. Plus, yeah. and in the original ad, it was a five by seven. We changed mm -hmm. that very quickly to a credit. Plus, 
$100 gift certificate, not a voucher, a certificate. So, okay, so that, that, and that's it. They know exactly why you want them, what they get. And so the next question they're asking is, so how do I participate in that? So then we send them to a landing page, which quite simply says, apply here. So this is an application, right? It's an application, which means that they have to, you know, fill out a few more de few details, right? So then the landing page contains something simple. Mm -hmm. um, just ask for the name, email and phone number. Some of my clients send them to a Calendly link so they can book a phone call. Mm -hmm. uh, most of my clients are doing that. So they book a phone call, a 15-minute phone call with a photographer so the photographer can give them more information and then book them in. And it's really as simple as that. Yeah. And then, so we do the sessions and then that's when I'm assuming someone needs to know how to sell or they're going to do a lot of yeah. a lot of free stuff and that's going to be a big waste of time. Yeah. Okay. So basically all of the selling, part of the selling is done on the phone. So um, we tell the clients a lot more about it while talking to them on the phone, answering any questions, giving some idea of cost if they get excited and want to purchase extra photographs. And then if they want to go ahead and make a time, we also secure that time with a $100 confirmation fee. Yeah, glad you did lock that. Lock that time in. Yeah, so they pay that by credit card over the phone and uh, we have a there we have a booking and then we follow up of course um, two or three times before the actual session mm -hmm. is that hundred dollar refundable if they decide just to use their gift certificate we've kept it very simple there uh, the hundred dollars uh, if they want to cancel a session within 72 hours then it's refundable otherwise it's automatically turned into a hundred and fifty dollar Mm. studio credit to be used at a later date what was that last part you said 150 dollar studio credit if what credit to which can be used at a later date later date meaning when they when they see the photographs no well they're not seeing the photographs this is assuming they cancel oh sorry they've got 72 hours if they want to cancel the appointment got it Okay. In other words, if they decide, oh, we don't want to do that anymore, uh -huh. and they cancel within 72 hours, they get a full refund. Okay. So if they show up for the session and they show up for the sales appointment and decide they only want to use their $100 credit, is that confirmation fee refundable? Generally, no. Okay. So it's a $100 deposit towards purchase. Yeah. Yeah. In theory. In theory. Okay. What I do, and I've only had to return it. I don't know, hardly at all, because a big part of my marketing is buy it now programs and gift certificates from charity events. And I love four-year-old girls. So I'm thinking of doing a, a Bernie Facebook ad yeah. for four-year-old girls because they're just fun. But I collect a refundable reservation deposit to make sure they show up all the way through. And then 99% apply that to the order. And I don't know if there would be more pushback in the US than in Australia. But for for people who aren't comfortable requiring a $100 purchase, that that has also worked really well because um, it pre-qualifies them that if they're not willing to give $100 in my pocket that they can get back later once they, you know, do my procedures, then I'm not, then they're not the right client for me. 
but interesting to, that it works well with it being a required purchase, but you, you frame it as a confirmation fee. So I really like that. Yeah, just to secure the date. Is there anything else in this that people would want to know? No, the, the, the beauty of it is that uh, we're talking to people on the phone. We're not trying to do an email trail. We're not doing a chatbot, which we tested. Uh, we dropped that. What's a chat book? A chat bot where, where they just chat on Messenger automatically automatic response and that. oh okay so yeah we tested all that and that worked for a while and then it didn't that is marketing so now okay so we get them on the phone most of the photographers most of my clients have someone else do the phone calls mm -hmm. so we've got a, a a specific person that's trained that does the mm -hmm. calls for a lot of photographers so you book them in quite simply this person just books them in so the photographer can look you know at their diary and uh, they just see these bookings keep appearing which is an excellent uh, an excellent thing in business mm -hmm. i have to tell you something funny bernie my first virtual assistant was in england and she wrote some copy for me mm -hmm. and said put it in your diary and i was like what and i said a diary in the u.s is a little pink puffy thing with a poodle on it and a key and you write i hate my brother i'm fat johnny's cute so then she said journal <laughs> I said, a journal is something with a quote on the front that you write, I've gained five pounds. Why do I keep dating losers? And my mother had some good advice. <laughs> and then finally she's like, oh, calendar. Calendar. Yeah, yes. calendar. Put it in our diary. Put it in Dear diary. <laughs> so anyway, that was a little sight. Okay, so we get it in the diary. And is there any tips for making really good sales from this well as you know sales that's another uh, you know point of discussion we we read a lot and see a lot on the internet about a target audience targeting your audience i don't believe we can target mm -hmm. that well the only time we know whether they're the right customer for us is when we've got them in the mm. sales room and uh, we're doing the sale, and if they spend a lot of money, they're our ideal customer. <laughs> like that. How do you know if they're your and ideal that's the client? Way we find out if they were nice to work with. Yeah, and, and after a lot sales. Of money. Yeah. yeah, when they when they spend a lot of money, they're our, they're our ideal client. So, would you like in San Diego? There are neighborhoods where I would never spend any money or promote anything because the likelihood of them wanting or affording is slim. And there's ideal neighborhoods. Wow. Most of my clients come from about 20 minutes to an hour away from those neighborhoods. Yeah. So in your ads, do you at least target certain neighborhoods, certain zip codes, or is it just a total random? It can be done. And it's all test and measure. That's the, the whole thing, isn't it? It's, it's a moving thing. So we can try doing it that way. And then the next one, we can mm -hmm. try just doing it in a 30 mile radius of the studio and, and so on. So it's not, the thing that stays the same is the, is the ad content. Yeah. The rest, 
there's a lot of variables and with the post itself i recommend that it's just a boosted post oh um, a lot of people would say oh can we should do it through ads manager and this and that and then say well okay do it my way and then do it your way and do a split test and see which works best ah. and most of the time a simple boost is is the best way oh that's good to know so i've heard people of course i've heard people be really wildly successful with this and i've heard people yes say they tried it several times and got nothing or got just a bunch of cheap people so are there some yes some do, do, don't do this things or can you identify what can make this be yeah. a complete not only waste of time but waste of money effort energy yeah so basically lucy what what happens is when i give people this that i've just given to you and they think it's too simple it it's simple and they don't understand why it works so effectively when it's so simple but that's the beauty of it so what a lot of photographers do is change things mm. and they change things in the copy and they try and get too clever and they make the copy too long and it just you know gets all too complicated the important thing in marketing there's a very simple rule to follow in marketing is keep the message clear mm. don't confuse people people are scrolling they're not reading they're scrolling they're looking quickly they're reading every other word so when you do copy make it so that if they read every other word they still get the message and the mm. beauty of this style of of post boosted post is it's simple it just leads people and that's what we need to do in marketing we have to lead them step by step so we they're looking at the timeline and they come up wanted families with two or more kids oh that's me mm -hmm. so you've got their attention straight away so then they read the copy and then you've got to keep that simple and then you lead them somewhere apply here click then they go to a landing page and then from that landing page you capture them and then you lead them to booking a time to do a phone call so it's that process yeah. of, of leading people by the yeah. hand to where you want them to be is the landing page a very simple it just says thanks for applying please fill out these things or is there some you know we're wonderful yeah okay we've done it many we've done it many many different ways we've done it with videos we've done it with a lot of, of graphics and so on we've learned one thing right people don't read okay if you create something too complicated they're not going to read it anyway so the question you have to ask is what is the message you're trying to get through to them now you've got them in this place now <clears throat> what are you going to do with them where do you want to take them that's the message mm. and the other the other thing is photographers make this big mistake they try and give them too much information too soon right so what they do is they give try and tell them all about the studio tell them about themselves give them a great list of frequently asked questions whatever you're confusing them yeah. you've just got to lead them and the way you want them is to get them on the phone and talk to them mm -hmm. So don't make that mistake 
and that a lot of photographers make, they try and change things. This is a very simple process. It's that simple, but as you said, it is still generating hundreds of thousands of dollars for my clients. And I mean hundreds of thousands. Sure. Because we've got examples, right? And this process, right. Bernie's Facebook style ad, is generating probably 90% of photographers turnover and over and over and over again. And we've been doing it for three years, you know, mm. to, to uh, these incredible levels of, of uh, creating three, $400,000 turnovers a year, purely on this ad. So I hear you, Bernie. So keeping it simple, message clear, who, what, where, and when, and then using the telephone, not overcomplicating. Because I have a friend that sends out emails. We have a, a women's photography group that yeah. has been meeting, I don't know, 30 years or more. I'm one of the founding members back when this industry was not as women-friendly. Women-balanced, we'll say. And she writes these, I guess there's a word, tome. That's a something, it's these, like, you got to scroll down for all the information for each meeting. And then I'm always like, well, I didn't know that. She's like, it was in the email. <laughs> That's right. It was in the email. <laughs> yeah, but it takes two to hours read to read. It must take her. A... Yeah. I, I'm like, put the bullet points at the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're different. So I get that. And the part that I'm hearing too is the people that are very successful with it they're creating that personal connection right away yeah. with the phone. Yeah. The, the landing page is simple enough to not get them like, what is it? Confusion leads to no or something that yeah, keeping exactly. it simple. I imagine having it be fairly enticing, but not a whole lot of words about what you do and who you are and make that start what I call the, the trusted advisor relationship as soon as possible yeah. getting them on the phone so you and i are absolutely on the same page with that and and I, I think what a lot of photographers don't understand and when you do your marketing don't expect everything to work don't expect everyone to take up your offer it's a matter of numbers and we know our numbers tell us and um, we've got benchmark numbers and so if what our expectation is that 30%, three out of 10 that we phone or talk to on the phone will book a session. So those are the numbers we work on. Right. So do you take everybody as long as they fill out all the information or when you get them on the phone, are there some people that you're like, well, thank you for applying. We'll let you know if you're one of the winners. Oh, correct. We can get rid of people, of course. And that's the purpose of the phone call. It's like a job interview. When you speak to these people on the phone, it's an application. You're interviewing them to see whether you want to photograph them. It's not the other way around. You're making a decision based on the answers to your questions of whether you want to photograph them. So what are the questions? What are some answers that would have you say, no, thank you? Well, qu quite simply, it, it's just a normal type conversation, although we do have a script. But the thing is, you know, if, if you ask questions or 
you know, uh, the simple lead-in would be, and it's all about leading people, as I've said, so we could say to them, so would you like to see the photographs we take? Oh. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we would. Okay, so I guess you want to see how you could spend your $100 gift certificate. Yeah. Well, uh, I better just give you some idea of cost, um, just so you don't uh, flip out when I tell you the prices when uh. you look at the photographs. So let me give you some idea. So we have a lot of products. Did you see the products, by the way, on our, um, we have them on our website. Did you go and have a look? Uh, no, well, maybe it may be a good idea to go and have a look, but just to give you some idea. And so we do, you know, give them some idea of uh, the experience and the, what it might uh, cost. And, and most of my clients say $1,000 upwards um, or, or mention products that are $1,000 upwards. Mm. Okay. So obviously if people say to that, oh, gee, I'm wouldn't spend that much. I mean, that's a sign, isn't it? That's a signal. You're looking for signals. Right. And you can say, well, that's okay. Look, uh, no problem. Maybe we're not a good fit then. Um, but if it's okay with you, is it okay to put your email address on my database? Because we do send out newsletters regularly. And maybe there's an offer down the track that you can take advantage of. Is that okay if I do that? Yeah, sure. I love it. And they're gone. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You can get rid of people quite, uh, quite easily. And then this, this takes experience. That's why we've got one guy doing the phone calls for four photographers. Um, some photographers oh. do them themselves. But it takes, it, takes, it takes training, like everything. I, I do the training. We do the role playing. Yeah. You can't just, uh, it's a skill you have to learn. Yeah. So if I didn't want to coach or, for, or photograph anymore, I could hire myself out to make these calls. You're, you're brilliant. <laughs> hey, new, new career possibility. <laughs> yeah, good, good career possibility. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's an art and some people love it. Some people love making these cold phone calls, but yeah. and I, I don't mind it, but not eight hours a day. You know? No. Yeah, it would get old. I, my first, when I was, you know, it was the same time I was photographing wheatgrass and, and mushrooms, I hired on to a studio photographing the kids. And the studio had somebody that went door to door and sold gift certificates for like, I don't know, $29 for a session and an eight by 10. And, um, I learned that I was quite good at making those calls and getting people in. And then I, I photographed them. So I got my practice uh, at somebody else's expense and she had the lights glued down. So I was learning how to pose, how to get expression, yeah. things yeah. like that. But I was, it was natural for me to be able to get them on the phone and get them booked. And yeah, but it, it would get old, but I suppose if I needed a, work right away <laughs> yeah can, yeah well we can do that but I'd, I'd much rather teach people to fish than fish for them that's right and uh we i did put a team together in the philippines that we were getting to do the calls and mm -hmm. that was uh costing us uh six dollars an hour but that worked for a while it worked very well except the girl that was in charge she took on more and more work with other companies and uh, it, it sort of fell by the wayside. So now we just use uh, 
someone local in the States to do the mm -hmm. polls. Um, mm. so that worked really well. So someone has to work in the afternoon and into the evening if they're in the U.S. because of the time time zone, yeah. No, well, they're in the U.S. They're, they're based, based in Denver. So it depends on your client. Yeah, it depends it. on the oh, client, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I find, you know, like your thousand dollar average, I find that if, if people are comfortable in the five to 800, that it doesn't scare off yeah. people that would easily spend $8,000, but it scares off the, the people that are no, that, that seems yeah. to be a sweet spot I found in general, because I know once I get them i i do in-person consultations and so once i get them in my system i like to say it's on like donkey kong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah and it you know it depends on the studio yeah well bernie i am sorry you live so far far away and i hope you'll come to san diego sometime so we can we can hang out i love to do that um Unfortunately, this um, I was in living in New York for 12 months up till three weeks ago, but uh, we had to get back to Australia for many reasons. Uh, we were called back, as everyone is saying, get back to your own country and, and uh, mm. you know, bunker down and uh, stay at home. And uh, we're just going through that uh, phase at present, but it's pretty good uh, really we have a lot to be grateful for and certainly i am every every day i wake up i uh, smile and i'm happy because one day i won't wake up right right you know what i love about <laughs> yeah yeah and who knows what's going to happen then one thing i love about talking to people like you that have been around as long or a little bit longer than i have and still thriving is my hope is it gives people a picture, I hadn't thought of this till right now, yeah. the picture that this can be a long-term career and you can have ways that you color it differently. Like I did weddings for 12 years and then I had 10 years of post-traumatic stress right. <laughs> dreams from weddings. Yeah, I, I'm with but you. I loved I'm them. With you. I loved them yeah. until I didn't. Yeah. yeah. And then I built this children's business and then there's a point where my passion for helping others, it just became clear it was time to do that. Yeah. And, you know, maybe when I'm 80, I'll make phone calls. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But that this, what you said early on in this conversation, this is such a rich and exciting career that we can build and continue to rebuild and revitalize. And that a time such as this or the six recessions you and I have yeah. survived. Yeah is always a time to upgrade and think about, you said that early on, think about how I really want to live my life and, and mm -hmm. be willing to make some changes or try some new things or just get those things done, as you said, that, oh, I don't have time to fix my website. I don't have time to fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Well, we have time now. Time, plenty of time. So. How do we reach you? And I know you have a special that you're offering my listeners. So what's the easiest way to reach you? Yeah, I'm really excited. I've just put a membership site together. So I wanted a membership site to be personal. So it gives access to me. It gives access to my inner circle group, which is all the photographers that I'm 
um, coaching one-on-one. Um, and that's a, a very, uh, very good, strong group. Also, um, being part of the membership also entitles you to contact with me for some one-on-one sessions over a period of time. So th- there's lots and lots of benefits there. And I'm, I'm starting this off. I actually haven't launched it yet, but I'll call this the launch, Lucy. Where I've launched it on your show, okay? Yay! Do-do-do! <laughs> okay. So- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and Bernie's uh, membership site. It's $7 uh, just for the first month. Uh-huh. Uh, and then from then, it's $97 a month. So what have you got to lose? $7. You can hop off any time. So yeah. it's not a, a 12-month right. commitment. So it's Bernie Grit. Can you tell me the how they find it? Yeah, they'll find it if they go to my website, berniegriffiths.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty straightforward. I'll have some information on there in the next. Uh, well, okay, it'll be so on there be when a, they go to it. An obvious place so to click, fine. and it, and yeah. your phone number and your email. Yeah, there'll be a tab Great. there which says membership. Yep, all all my information is there. Or if they want to learn a lot more about me, they can just Google Bernie Griffiths. Make sure they put the. Griffiths in because there is another famous Bernie apparently in the States <laughs> and that does tend to come up before me but yes. maybe not so much now but oh, yeah. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie, yeah. Bernie yeah. Griffiths will, will give you heaps of information okay. on what I've been up to. And we'll have all your links in the show notes yeah, so I'd like to ask you if there's one last thought or thing or encouragement something that maybe you haven't covered that you'd like to say to our darling listeners? Yes, well, I think, uh, you know, one of the biggest thing that holds um, people back from anything is is the fear factor. Mm-hmm. And um, I read once that the way to overcome fear is do what you fear. And uh, the thing is, there's a lot of small fears that hold people back. And I think the fear of being wrong or the fear of failure is holds so many people back so Mm. one thing i'd like to suggest to photographers out there is to try and conquer any little fear that they have and just do it and see what happens don't presume things are going to happen just do an action and see what action comes back and then handle that action and then handle that action. It's step by step. And that's what we're doing going through this this time. It's step by step, day by day, day by day. And eventually we'll get there. It's a journey and life's a journey. Make the best of it. You know, it's not a dress rehearsal. Um, (laughs) You have one go at life. Just go for it. And and if you've got dreams, just do them. I love it. It's possible. It's all possible. It's all possible. One of my favorite books is called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And from reading that book, I created a mantra for myself whenever I'm afraid of something is I'll handle it. Because truthfully, if we look back at our entire life, we've handled whatever came our way. If we're here, we're breathing. Yes. We've handled... So many things we're afraid of, and we'll handle whatever comes. And and we couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel, but lo and behold, 
it just appears if you if you have yeah. faith and believe and uh, and just get that right mindset. Yeah, get 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 moving. Well, Bernie, this has been a delight, and I would love to have you on the show another time. I know you've oh, you and I have shared some podcasts, some of my yeah. favorite shows I've been on, you've been on as well. And so, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I can see why they keep asking you back. So I appreciate it so, so much. And I just want to thank you like big. And if I could get a big hug from you, I would, because I live alone. I need some hugs. <laughs> oh, back to you, Lucy, back to you. Yeah. Let's, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put it in my goal book. Uh, yeah. We'll get together before the end of the year. And, and and let's have a have a, a long chat face to face. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Love it. Okay, well that's it for today's episode. But stay tuned for my quickie wrap up as we as we bid adieu to the amazing Bernie Griffiths. <laughs> Welcome back. Here is my wrap up, and oh my gosh, so much good stuff. I knew that talking to Bernie would be very easy and inspiring. And so, couple things. He talked about marketing as fun, that it's an exciting challenge. And he is a natural at marketing. In fact, he loves running a business more than photography. And I really liked that he said he's not a great photographer, which I'm sure people would argue with that. But I think, and, and I've been guilty of this, that people think we have to be, I don't know, is this you, that you have to be like the best photographer in your community in order to be successful. And I know from when I think about my years in the industry, people that were the most successful in San Diego were in no way the most award-winning photographers. They were doing beautiful, sellable work and marketing was something they were passionate about. I'm, sales is my superpower. So, you know, marketing is something I I continue to learn to love, but yeah, so I think, so that was interesting. We talked a little about what we do at times of upheaval, and it doesn't have to be a COVID situation. We all have life changes. If you listened to my podcast maybe a month ago where I shared about a health challenge, it, it, was, a, it was my own pandemic, life pandemic, and what Bernie said that I appreciate is that it gives us time to look at what we really want in our life. It gives us time to polish up our business, our website. And I've said this now in the last few weeks in, in my other podcasts, is, is improving everything, our branding, our words, all, all that good stuff and our mindsets and get affirmations and live in gratitude. And I hadn't thought of this looking at if you have camera gear, you can sell in the short run to get some cash, making sure that you apply to any government assistance that uh, you qualify for. And by the way, if you apply for the emergency assistance and the PPP, you, you can take all the money that they want to give you. And if some of it is not forgiven, you can pay it back or it's a 1% interest for the PPP. So looking at that, and if you've listened a lot, you know, I'm not a big fan of selling files, but at a time such as this, if people have purchased 
I could see going back in the files and saying what he said, we're upgrading our hard drives and we would love for you to have them and set a price on it that's like a no-brainer. Or I had the idea of, or offer them a, a portrait session, like a package where they put money on deposit and for a session and then they get the, the files as a gift. So it's a double because then if it's clients you love, then it sets you up to be able to work with them in the future. And his Facebook ads, I'll go into the details on that a little bit in a minute. But he also talked about the latest thing that is working is Instagram stories. So I want to learn more about how that works. So with the Facebook ads, he said you want a number one, strong headline. Number two, who you're looking for. Number three, it's a complimentary session and a $100 gift certificate. Number four, the how, make it easy for them to apply and then call them. That was four. Number five, be good at the sales process. And number six, collect a deposit to uh, book them in on the calendar. His applies towards purchase. I often advise that it's a refundable deposit, that if they don't want to spend it, they, you know, once they come in and see the results, you know, they can have it refunded. And I've almost never had that happen. So keeping it simple, making the message clear. And then he, he wrapped up with overcoming fear, conquering it, taking action in spite of feeling uncomfortable and afraid. So that's it for now. Remember to go to lucydumascoaching.com and click on classes and you'll get my online course called the Profitable Photographer Sales Academy. It's a 12 episode series of classes on my sales method for being the trusted advisor. And it's just $3.97 right now instead of almost $800. And you'll also get a one-on-one -on -one session when you pay in full instead of the payment plan. So be well, share this episode, please, if it's been helpful. I love reviews. And uh, until next time, bye now. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one -on -one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.